In the previous podcast, I talked about Amazon, pointed out the connection with Wonder Woman and how this is all going to be playing out. But a friend of mine asked me to watch The Hunger Games last night. I'd seen it before, but I not really paid as close of attention, plus didn't have this the background, has all this stuff is unfolding to really see what this was, but watching it last night, it's again the same story. But it's the coming, it's the coming of age, it's the, the bringing forth of this Katniss to become this Wonder Woman, this Amazon, this mighty hunter. In the previous podcast, I also talked about Susan G. Komen. Susan means lily, rose, lotus. Komen meaning to, to arise, to come to be. It basically tells the story of this Katniss, this woman arising to be this Amazon, this mighty hunter. And the connection, too, between Susan G. Komen and Amazon is that the Amazons were talked to have, the story is that they would remove a breast so that they would be better with their bow and arrow. They could draw it back better. Well, Susan G. Komen's whole organization is around this pink movement and the removing of the breast. It's to prepare the way for this Amazon, this Wonder Woman to come. And you can see this, the whole movie of Hunger Games, I don't want to get into too much depth about it because there's a critical piece that's missing with these movies and, and looking at what their story is because it's, it's really trying to, it's predictive programming, it's trying to condition people's mind to act the way that they're portraying in these movies where these people take the bait, they're convinced to, to be cattle rather than sheep and participate in these Hunger Games. They're, even shows in the movie, there's options to be not part of it. But it's also showing this is after this purge that I've been talking about. There's a reduced number of people. There's been an uprising, and most people appear to have died, and the rest that are left are just these new illuminated ones, or at least they're these cattle that are their servants of the upper crust, these flamboyantly, colorfully dressed people. And it's just like there's this worker class of what's determined to be like this less than 500 million. That's what it seems to be as far as the, the timing of this. But from this, from the ashes of this war, rises this Katniss into this Wonder Woman. And we're seeing that's what it is basically setting the stage for. We can see it through. It's basically the name, Susan G. Komen. It's the bringing forth of this Dark Lotus. And all the symbols play the same part because the, she comes out of this District 12 and the representative out of District 12 Where's this dark lotus? It's like preparing her to be this. You can also see the connection. There's the, she's the hunter. She uses the bow and arrow, as I've pointed to. The Amazon Wonder Woman, it's the bow and arrow. The shiny, the bright, shiny spear. Again, going back to Albert Pike, the jab. And she's protected by this mocking jay lapel. Same as what Lady Gaga wore. It's this golden eagle outfit that once she becomes Wonder Woman, she can wear for protection. It's like this phoenix rising. Jesus says, where the corpse is, the eagles will gather. I think that's what it's also pointing to. But it's this mocking jay. It's also this Donald J. Trump. It's kind of like this boastful world ruler 
or ten horns. It's, I think it's pointing to this because he's mocking people. And we can also see the connection between Donald J. Trump and this mocking Jade or this Hunger Games because during the games, they out of the sky come these miracle cure, these salves that heal wounds really fast. Well, Donald keeps talking about these miracle cures these, that he's responsible for, these bringing the vaccine forward through this Operation Warp Speed. It put the world in stop. It stopped the prosperity of the world. That was Operation Warp Speed. To bring the reset, it's going to be this purge. It starts off, as Henry Kissinger says, with a, a few waves of the virus, and that will lead into this world war, that this uprising that they talk about in the Hunger Games, and then afterward you'll have these Hunger Games to serve. The people that are left will be serving these people that look like parakeets or whatever they have. They got all these bright colors and strange clothes. But the character of this Katniss as she's rising, you can see the connection also, be not only the bow, not only the mocking jay, it's the weapons, but also you can see the transition as she's, she's won the game, or she's about to enter the game, I should say. She's going to become this Wonder Woman. Well, Wonder Woman would spin, there'd be this flash of light, and then she'd transform into this crowned princess with the golden lasso that castrates and takes the power away from men. Both being these beautiful women that have this power over men. It's the gilded helmet. It's the ability to lobotomize a man through this golden lasso. It's also this bow and arrow that can jab people. They also get the, the golden crown when they win. But in the transition, before Katniss goes into the game, she spins in this dress and it has this fire that rises out of the her skirt of the dress. And they have these miracles come from the sky, just like I said with Donald Trump, and they have all these great powers, but it's, it's pointing to this becoming, it's the coming forward of this dark rose, the Kamala Harris. Kamala, again, just meaning lotus, it's the same thing as Susan, it's the same thing this representative of District 12 wears on her hat. It's the sign of the woman that was pointed to in September 23rd of 2017 that was going to set off this 1260 days. You can see the same thing. It's this building of this Amazon spirit, this female warrior. And then you have the other side of it. You have this, the white rose. Now the other character in this, the one that's behind and running the whole show in this movie, the Hunger Games is President Snow. Now, a friend she had asked what I thought about who that was, and I said, George Washington. And I didn't even notice that he was wearing the white rose through, through the movie, and she pointed to the fact that he's wearing the white rose. And then she also looked at George Washington lived at Mount Vernon, which is famous for the white rose. He had the white hair. Who's the gray-haired George? Now I'm going to go ahead and just jump into this, and then I'm going to also go into some more of the timeline. But you can see also, it's not only is this the connecting of the Amazon, the Wonder Woman, the Kamala Harris, 
the bringing forth of this lotus flower. It's the preparing. is like when Kamala Harris returned to the capital, it was the return of the lotus to the womb of Isis. And it's all, it all goes back to this George Washington thing because in the movie there's the District 11 that the, the representatives, the tributes, I think they call them, the people that were going to be sacrificed were it was a black man and a black woman. And District 11 responded to the way that they were killed by rioting. We've seen that with the George Floyd, which I'm going to get into in a second, but it's all going back to this George Washington. It's the riots, it's the uprising. But you can also see with the Kamala going back to the Capitol, again, it's Washington, it's the Washington Capitol, the womb of ISIS. The Washington Monument is the Palace of Osiris. This, this whole coming of age, you can see the story developing. It's this ISIS and Osiris story again to bring something out of the underworld. That's the whole premise of this first Hunger Games. I haven't seen the rest, but I can just see it building. It's the same characters. She has her partner in the movie. It's this Isis-Osiris love story. But the Isis is this Wonder Woman, the Amazon hunter that's coming forward, and the, the Osiris guy. But the Osiris story is also a mighty hunter, so I'm not sure how this is going to play out in the rest of the Hunger Games. There seems to be a jealousy thing that's playing out, whatever. Don't need to go down that path. Beginning, I was pointing out, so it's George Washington lived at Mount Vernon, which would be the White Rose. Now, Mount would be a, a high place, and Vernon is an alder grove. And just this morning, I was looking through some news articles, and I found that Jordan or Vernon Jordan, another prominent name, died. And there's, it's all in the names and the meaning of the words. So just as we were talking about Mount Vernon last night, this morning they talk about Vernon Jordan had died. Now it's the Vernon would be the Alder Grove, and Jordan is to flow down. It's like the mount, the the high hill. So if you put them together, Mount Vernon Jordan, it's the high hill of the grove is brought down. Can almost see the same thing because Tiger Woods is the meeting of the Pope going to the Middle East. It's the Pope is going to the River Tigris at Erbil, right on the banks. But Tiger Woods just had his legs broken. It's it's like the Alder Grove was brought low. The Tigris. Maybe the Tigris drains. We'll see. But looking at how this all plays together, again, it's Washington. What does Washington mean? George means farmer. Washington means it's the, the put together of it's the pulling together of wash. Ing and Tun. That's at least when I looked up Washington, the meaning, that's what it says. It's the, the wash is a, a shallow, the shallow of a river. It's like the, where it's not real deep. Plus Ing would be the low ground. And then Tun is a hill or a town, so it's like the mount. But it's the mount brought low. It's the shallow of the river drained. It's a place of the white rose. But as we see, as we talk through the uprising in this District 11, it was the, people, the, the district that's represented by the black man and the black woman. 
It points, now this is years beforehand, but the George again Floyd incident where he was killed. George, again farmer, George Washington, but Floyd means gray-haired, it'd be the gray-haired George. George Washington was the gray-haired George. Starting the riots, starting the cataclysm. It's all part of the purge. Now when you look at the timing, again looking at this, the sign of the woman, the rising. The sign of the woman was September 23rd, 2017. And in Revelation 12 it talks about that she will be brought into, to be taken care of for, or nourished for 1260 days. The timing of that ends, based on the, the way I counted it, was March 6th, the end of this week. The same time frame that I mentioned, the Pope is going to the banks of the Tigris. He's going to Iraq, the ancient home of Babylon and Assyria, through the 5th through the 8th. So he'll be there during the same time frame. It seems like something's going to happen that's going to be vile, potentially some abomination. But the time frame, not only have we had everything in the past week, the Golden Globes the same day that they rolled out the golden image of Donald J. Trump, the world ruler of Ten Horns, it's all building into this. Again, now the Pope is going to the Middle East, and he's going to be there through the 5th through the 8th at the end of the 1260 days of Revelation 12, the sign of the woman, the sign of Wonder Woman. It's the coming of age. It's the Susan G. Komen. It's to come to be this lotus, the Kamala Harris, the dark lotus. But what also happens at the conclusion of that on the 8th is it starts the trial of Derek Chauvin, the one that is charged with killing George Floyd, the gray-haired George, the George Washington. Now, if George Washington plays the role in history all the way back to Nimrod, if he's the reincarnated Nimrod and Nebuchadnezzar, keep going, Osiris, etc., etc. If he's that role, then there's going to have to be some kind of strange reincarnation and a birthing of something coming out of this. A reincarnation. George Floyd would have been playing that role of being the killing of George Washington. It's possible. So now we'll have the trial that starts on the 8th, which I'm sure will start some more riots again, but the one that's that is charged with killing him is Derek Chauvin. Now, Derek means people ruler. Chauvin means like a chauvinist, a braggart. And he's the one that would have killed George Floyd. Now, we look at this Derek Chauvin, the, the name, the people ruler, who's a braggart, as it goes back again to Donald J. Trump. He's a braggart. He's boastful, world ruler of ten horns, but also I mentioned the article that I found yesterday out of New Orleans, a man named Schallerhorn killed a cop named Mitchum. Schallerhorn, again, is a braggart. Horn would be <laughs> like Trump. It's the same story. Killed a man whose name is, who is like God. Well, if people consider George Washington like God, it would be the same story again playing out of this braggart killing 
Now when you look at all of this, putting it together, the timing, I knew there's some, there's somehow, I don't, I don't have it fully figured out, but I've, it's starting to seem to make more, more of a clear picture of this. Donald J. Trump, the ruler of the Ten Horns, if you go back into Daniel chapter 7 and chapter 8, it talks about the fourth beast. It has ten horns. This fourth beast is different than all the others. It's, it tramples down the world, would be like the Western military system or the United States. And the, the one horn loses its power after three and a half years, just like Donald J. Trump lo lost his power when he handed his power over. Again, this was the MAGA movement, so it's the witch, the sorcerer, handed his power over through a medical state of emergency, which would be pharmakia, the sorcery. So the witch had handed his sorcery power over to the FEMA, FEMA which would be the divine feminine, this Wonder Woman, Amazon system, this Isis of the Isis and Osiris story. He did that around the three and a half years. It says this ruler will be in charge for three and a half years, or a time, times, and half a time. And then his power will be taken. But from this horn, a little horn will arise. Now, the other thing that's interesting is the connection between Donald Trump and Kamala, because when, the, when Trump met with the Pope, he handed him the lotus sculpture, the Kamala sculpture. It was like a sign, there was something happening. But it wasn't only just the event, but it's the place. Where did it happen? It happened where Trump met with the Pope was in the Sala del Trinado. Trinado. That means the room of the little throne. It's on the second floor of the Apostolic Palace. So the ruler of Ten Horns, who's lost its authority, handed, but before he handed it over, well, it might have been right after, he was, I think it was May that he met with the Pope, and March is when he handed the power over. But he hands this sculpture of the lotus to the Pope in the room of the little throne. Now there's a character in this whole thing that doesn't get spoken about a lot, and it's Donald Trump's son, Baron. Now it talks about this little horn that rises out of this fourth beast as mighty warrior and speaks bold things. Well, Baron means young warrior. His nickname is Little Donald, which would be Little World Ruler. But he would also be the little Trump. He's the little horn. And where would he potentially take his throne? Well, probably if he's the little horn, he would take it at the little throne. The Sala del Tronado. It's on the second floor, again, two, of the Apostolic Palace. I'm starting to think this Apostolic Palace has more to do with the apostasy. As all these things are coming together, the movies, the Hunger Games, Greenland, the names of the characters like Susan G. Komen, the Amazon, the rising of the corporation, but it's also the Wonder Woman movies, the Hunger Games leading into this, the bringing forth of this dark flower. The, and now you have Kamala Harris returning to the capital, which would be the flower, the womb of Isis. In the George Washington 
Capitol and the George Washington Monument. It's all the characters are coming together. You even have when Trump, they just rolled out the golden image of Trump this last weekend at the CPAC meetings. The characters, the names there. Again, there was Christy Nome, which I, I walked through in the Snow Queen. There's something interesting there because in the movie Hunger Games, the president's name is President Snow. He's got the white rose. But then I was also talking about previously Christy Nome. She's the governor. She'd be like the queen of South Dakota. The Bible talks about the queen of the South that rises. Well, Christy Nome, not only in her name, means something, but she was voted the Snow Queen. President Snow. How does that work out? We have the high hills brought low. We have Washington monuments. We have George Washington, Mount Vernon, all of these things coming together, together the timing. Just after this event where they rolled out the golden image, there was the Golden Globes Awards on the same day. Leading up to this weekend when the Pope is going to ancient Assyria, ancient Babylon, during his time there will be the end of this time of this, after the sign of the woman, the 1260 days. When he returns will be the start of the trial of Derek Chauvin, the braggart. For killing the gray-haired George, George Washington. All of this is happening. It all fits together. It almost gets redundant. It's not boring. It's just amazing how it all just comes together. But the one thing that's missing in their attempt to condition and predetermine people how people are going or precondition how people will react and to get them to act like cattle rather than sheep. They get people focused on becoming these warriors to serve their purpose, to be their tributes, to be their sacrifice. The goyim. The thing that's missing all the time is they don't ever talk about, and it's intentional clearly, they don't talk about who is on the throne, the father. Who's the rescuer in all of this? His son, Jesus. And who is the one that's actually going to be our helper to walk us through all this? The Holy Spirit. All of these stories, these narratives look really dark, really gloomy, really hopeless. But when you take a look at that's their plan. And then you re remove yourself from that plan and go, wait a minute. We've been told all this is coming. Jesus told us, I've shared with you, I've told you beforehand, so don't be deceived. Don't fall into this. Be wise as serpents. Know what's going on, but be innocent as doves. Don't get involved in this. This is an opt-in thing. And that's why they do all, the, all this media push, all these news stories, all the politics, is to get people in a mindset to participate. To be the warriors, to be the wonder women, and to be act like Os uh, Osiris, to pick up arms and start spraying bullets all over. That's the great social cataclysm. That's the World War III they're hoping for. 
Henry Kissinger even says they've done a really good job with all the predictive programming through the video games and movies to get people in the mindset to do this. He says the young will just hit the streets and start killing the Russians and the Chinese. What? That's their plan. He even says that this whole thing, this great reset, the reduction of 95% of the population to get down to a, a, a number under 500 million, just like the Georgia Guidestones, they've conditioned people's minds to be willing and ready to fight. And it's gonna, this purge is going to start with a few waves of a virus, a poison, the jab, the spear of Osiris, of the mighty hunter Nimrod. But it's the plan of Albert Pike, the bright and shiny spear. That's what Albert Pike even means. It's the same story just being played out, and they are convincing people to take the poison. That will be the, the start of the purge. Then out of desperation, people will be ready to fight. He said they've done such a good job with setting this up through all this predictive programming that the young are just going to be ready to fight. Yeah, seems to be the case. And the older generations are just ready to take the jab. This purge is going to be big. But that's why Jesus told us beforehand all of this was going to be happening. If we're paying attention, if we're wise as serpents, we can read through the script. Understand the double manner, the, the fork-tongue version of how this, the scriptures were created, how they sewed in a few things. Know what Jesus taught, because that's the truth. Know the books that he taught from, that's the truth. But be wise as a serpent. Know where there's the difference, where this is the way I see it, the way I read it, is Paul teaches something different. That's where to get the doctrines of men. And this revelation is something different. Because it talks about the sign of the woman, the mark of the beast, 666, all these things that nowhere else, Jesus doesn't mention it, nowhere else isn't in the Bible, is it? Why is that? There's something different that they have planned. They've been doing this forked tongue narrative. That's their sword. That's the weapon of the devil to convince people to do his dirty work. That's the whole plan. This, this whole thing of war is Generals don't fight. Their job is to convince the soldiers to fight. And they do that by getting people to think, to remove their shepherd so that they don't look to Jesus. They forget that they're sheep. They act like cattle. Because cattle fight. Sheep follow their shepherd into the, into the meadow. Cattle enter the ring, the bull fighters. You don't have sheep fighters, you have bull fighters. Because the bulls, the sheep, or the bulls, the cattle fight, they band together and battle. It's a herd mentality. They follow the herd, they don't follow the shepherd. Sheep follow the shepherd. But the goal is to try and get them, the sheep to mingle in with the cattle so that they all act like cattle. Separate yourself from the herd. Follow the flock, or join the flock, so you can follow the shepherd. This whole fight is going to be an option. We have to really be aware of what's happening, because there will be assistance, there will be help. Jesus said, my people will die for lack of knowledge. 
If you know what's going on, if you're wise as a serpent but innocent as a dove, there's going to be a path out of this. It's not going to be a rapture like people have been taught. He says, if they come to persecute you in one town, flee to another. There's going to be a different path out of this because I think we're going through the whole thing. That's why he lays it all the way through in Matthew 24 so that he even talks about after the purge, those days will have to be shortened. And then after that, there's going to be this deception that if possible, they would deceive even the very elect. The elect are here. Up until the coming of the when there's the sign of the coming of the Son of Man, when Jesus returns, that's after all of this other stuff. So don't fall for the movies, don't fall for the media, don't fall for the political version of this because that's lacking. It doesn't contain the father story. It doesn't contain the rescuer of Jesus story. It doesn't contain the helper of the Holy Spirit. It has all the false it's all the world narrative to try and get the people to fight each other, to kill each other off because the generals don't fight. they got to teach you and train you and convince you you're a soldier. Be a sheep. Be part of the flock. Follow the good shepherd. He'll lead you into the meadow where we can sing and dance. Godspeed.